Welcome to the Education, Career, and Beyond podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. Brought to you by Voice for Heroes 501c3. Welcome back to the Education, Career, and Beyond podcast, another fabulous episode. Ed Sanderson is not able to be with us today, but that's okay because you have myself, Amy Scruggs, and of course, the amazing Capri Suarez with our incredible guest today. We're going to jump right in because I'm so excited to finally meet with Nikki Ballou. Did I say it correct? You did. You rocked did. it. I've heard such amazing things, but this is my first time finally having the opportunity and privilege oh, to have an interview with him. You. And this is going to be such powerhouse information for all of our young adults. So parents, you want to listen and watch this one as well. But Nikki is a best-selling author, The Finish Line Thinking, and he's also a number one podcast host already. So he does this day in, day out, and has interviewed over 300 of the greatest thought leaders that we have in our world today. And we have him, so I don't want to take up any more time. Welcome to the show, Nikki. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. Well, if you want to just start off for us so our audience kind of knows just your background and what brought you to being such an expert in thought leadership and the interviews and, and podcasts that you're able to host. Absolutely. I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran and my world got upended. My late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall that this was no longer going to be a great place for him to raise his Christian family. So what he did is he made a plan and he executed it and he got us out of Iran. And eventually he settled us where I now live, which is in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Now, at the time, I was mad. I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to leave my friends. But in retrospect, this was the greatest thing my father did for us. It was the greatest gift he gave to us. It changed the trajectory of our family's legacy. We went from tyranny to freedom. Now, I don't know how much you've been following about the news in Iran, but a few months back, a beautiful young woman, 22 years old, Mahsa Amini, was beaten to death for the crime of walking outdoors with her hair uncovered. This tragedy. No sane country is a crime. Mm -hmm. And since then... Uh, young women and young boys have risen up to fight against the tyranny of the government. And I got to tell you, there's so many people in the West who are born here and look, God bless them all, but they just don't know how great they got it. And people say about the United States and the West, you know, oh my God, it's such an oppressive place. It's so racist. It's so sexist. It's so whatever. And I'm like, listen, I'm not pretending it's perfect here because you and I both know it's not. right. But are you kidding me? Oh, yes. This is the greatest, freest, most incredible country in the history of the world. If you don't get that, you're a moron or you're malevolent. That's the simple truth. Okay. If you're a moron, let me try to make you less of a moron. If you're malevolent, go the hell away and go live in a tyrannical country because freedom is important. We all need to stand up for freedom. Good men and women fought, bled, and died so the rest of us get to live a free life. So thought leadership, first and foremost, you got to stand for something. You can't be wishy-washy. You can't try to straddle the fence and be all things to all people. You got to be something to some group of people. That's the number one lesson of thought leadership. That's how 
people are going to respect you because those that are for you are really going to be for you and those that aren't for you are going to be repelled by you and that's good that's real thought leadership what are you noticing in conversations that you're having especially capri and and her, all of her friends there in university at this level where they have such incredible information at their fingertips different than what we had at that age <laughs> completely what do you advise right now for our young adults on taking advantage of having this information but also using it for good so here's what I'm going to say to you, okay? Right now, you have the greatest opportunity to stand out in the history of the world. And the reason is that we're living in what the great David Goggins calls the era of Generation Soft. We're living in an era where so many people are addicted to comfort. And comfort and greatness cannot coexist. So if you're <laughs> one of those people who understands that and you're cool with being uncomfortable, you're cool with being... Uh, resigning from Generation Soft, you have the opportunity to take life by the horns and make this the greatest possible life. You have the opportunity to live life at the fullest extent of your potential. And I'm telling you, I'm excited for you if that's you. Incredible. That's very inspiring and motivating to hear. Do you have any advice for ways that people, especially young adults, can get more comfortable going out of their comfort zone or just kind of what to do if they're feeling like everything is too comfortable, but they're scared to take the next leap of faith? You know, that's a fantastic question. So there's the holy trinity of optimal health. You got to be in optimal health if you're going to have the strength to go out there and get out of your comfort zone. So number one, you gotta exercise. If you, you're not exercising day in and day out, that's a huge mistake, right? So if you're a young adult, don't be sleeping in and eating bonbons, exercise. Number two, eat good, healthy, nutritious foods. Foods with names like steak, fish, chicken, carrot, and apple, and not right? foods with names like Oreo, right? <laughs> you know, like Doritos. Not foods with those kinds of names. You know what I'm talking about? And number three, you got to sleep. Sleep. Sleep is your friend. You got to get rid of this stupid thing at night. You got to pull it out of your bedroom at about seven o'clock. Get away from it. Put it somewhere else. Turn on the alarm, but do not touch it. Go speak to human beings. Read books. Do whatever you got to mm -hmm. do, but stay away from this thing. You get that holy trinity, you'll be energized. I agree, Nikki. You got to understand a few things. Number one is you have got to be a reader. Leaders are Perfect. readers. I hear from kids that once they're in school, they don't read any books that aren't assigned to them. Are you freaking kidding me? You got to read a ton of books. For the last six years in a row, I've read a hundred plus books. I'm not talking about audio books. I'm not talking about little eBooks. I'm talking about actual books now these are some books this is a book i wrote this is a book that i'm reading right now you gotta read books books are super important they make you smarter if you're a young person you better be a reader and if you're a reader you're gonna stand out ahead of everybody else and the other thing you got to do is you got to go after your dreams right now i'm telling you in the old days people have told you go out there get a job in corporate america and i'm going to tell you don't do that don't get a job in corporate America. Corporate America is not your friend. They're going to try to get you to conform to their way of life, to their vision. You're going to be working for somebody who doesn't care about you and doesn't care about your 
your vision for life and success. Instead, go work for yourself or go work for a smaller organization that actually you can have a personal connection with the people that are a part of that. And I'll say another thing, okay? I know this is a little bit politically incorrect, but get married and have families. Young men and women should get married and have families. It's important for our society. If people stop getting married and having families, our population is going to start to decline around the world. And that's a massive, massive problem. If you look at countries like Japan and China, where people aren't having kids, man, their, their population is about to absolutely tank. China has 1.2 billion people right now. In the next 30 years, it's expected they're going to be down to under 600 million because of the fact that people wow. are getting married and having kids. For us to remain a strong society, we've got to do that. That's what God intended for all of us to do. And my own feeling is I did it later in life. I wish I'd have done it earlier in life. I wish instead of having kids at 38 and 40, I'd had kids at, at 25 and 27. I, I contributed four out. for you, Nikki. I, I got four out there. there <laughs> I had go. four. <laughs> there you go. So you, I, I gave. I gave. <laughs> it's so true. And I love how you brought up with sleep and even disconnecting from the phone. I, I, I coach under David Meltzer. He's an amazing, incredible thought leader. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to speak with Meltzer. He's incredible. But he also talks about that power of having the right pattern of how you unwind at the end of the day, when that gets mm -hmm. shut down and how you reset, because rest is supposed to be refreshed and reset. And we can't reset if we've now just re-stimulated our mind. And so that wind down process is hugely important for how we are getting the proper rest. So sorry, I just had to, had to give you a huge thumbs up on that because I'm a big proponent of that 100%. as well. Hundred yes. percent. And the other thing I'd add is pray, 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 pray. You know, um, have a connection or relationship with your with your maker and pray. It's very powerful, and it will absolutely transform your life. When we talk about branding, I know you you teach a lot about branding. When we're looking at our young adults today, because that's such a huge word. What do you advise as far as how to really strategically do that? I know you do a lot in, in your teaching and in your expertise in this, in branding. What do you advise to our young adults on how they see branding and what that looks like? Okay, listen. So this whole thing about branding in, in terms of going and becoming an influencer and having a gazillion followers, that ain't real branding, okay? That's something else. Real branding is about being known for something. So the thought leadership, this is my definition of thought leadership, Okay. And I got this from a mentor of mine, Matt Church. An expert is someone who knows something. A thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something and is known by a marketplace of people that care very deeply about that which that thought leader knows a lot about because it impacts their lives. Okay? So when you're a thought leader, you don't need to be famous. You're professionally famous. You follow me? You're professionally famous. People in your space know who the heck you are and why they should listen to you. So I'm known for a couple of things. One is I'm known for thought leadership, right? So I got the podcast and I do that stuff. I'm known for being somebody who's pushy. And if I coach people, yeah, I'm going to teach you how to be, you know, a great thought leader and all that jazz. But if you're in my orbit, I'm going to lock arms with you. I'm going to make you go out there and sell yourself. and I'm going to make you go out there and make money. Like, that's my thing. They call me the millionaire maker because I've helped over 80 people add six to nine figures a year to their business. And the way I do it is I push them, I push them, I push them, I push them. I care more about their success than they do. Sometimes that's not a great thing on my end, 
but I'll tell you, it's how I've made a lot of people a lot of money, right? People know that about me. The other thing I'm known for is I run a men's organization. I'm known for caring about men. We're living in a time where men are being crapped on by the world. I think that's wrong. And I want to celebrate men. I think you can celebrate men powerfully and and and, and still celebrate women too. Uh, and, and I think that the world has got to be one where both are celebrated. So I celebrate men. I uplift men. Iron sharpens iron. I'm known for that. And inside of that world, I'm known as somebody who's a deep thinker, who who reads a lot, talks about a lot of issues. But again, I'm known for the guy who pushes you. If you come into our group and you go back on your word, I'm going to hammer you. You're never going to get away with that in our world because that to me is the number one characteristics of a high value man. It's not how much money he makes, it's how good is his word, right? And, mm -hmm. I, and I teach men that. And you know, that people go out and go, hey, you're you're an incredible high value man. If you make a lot of money, if you sleep with a lot of girls, if you've got washboard abs. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No, money's important. It's good. Sleeping with a lot of girls. No, I'm not a big fan of that. I, I think it's a lot better if you find the, the right woman in your life and you go and be with her and pair bond and create a family. That's my belief of a high value man. And thirdly, washboard abs. Yeah, they're great, too. But I mean, that makes you a high value man. That just means you know how to work out and eat right. High value man. You keep your word. You never go back on it. Never, ever, for any reason. Ever. Not, oh, I got a better offer. Okay, I'm going to change my word. Oh, I'm too tired. No. You know you know when a man should break his word? Never. Yes is the right answer. You know when he should never break his word? Is when he feels like breaking his word. That's when he should keep his word. That's what makes him a man. That's part of what I'm, what I'm known for. So you want to be talking about the topics that you're passionate about and, and create IP about it. So this is a tool we use to show people in business how to create IP. This is a tool called a pink sheet. Matt Church created the pink sheet, but I use it a ton, right? So if you're looking to get clients, right? Let's say, Amy, you got a business and you're going, Nikki, I want to like tenfold my business. I'm going to go, okay, how do we do that? Let's identify who's really your ideal client. Who are the people you got the best results for? Who are the people you enjoy working with the most? And who are the people who are easiest to transact with and pay you yes. the best? That's the ideal client zone. Yes. We identify who that is. I can tenfold your income in 12 to 18 months. Boom, done. Wow. That's that's how all that stuff works, right? This is how you create some good IP. Now, this is some IP around sleep because I'm writing a book on sleep right now with Colonel David Grossman, right? Who wrote on killing and on combat and on spiritual combat. So this is the trinity that I said of health, right? A balanced diet, exercise, and sleep. That's the health trinity. What do we say here? Our health is dependent on a health trinity of a balanced diet, exercise, and sleep. Of the three, sleep is a preeminent factor in ensuring optimal health. I've got four case studies of people I know. I've got a literature review of books. I've got the visual diagram. I've got a metaphor. Here's a piece of IP. I make 52 of these in the arena of sleep. I can write a book. I can create a coaching program. I can do an online course. I can create a mastermind of people that we're going to teach in the in the Blue Grossman sleep method once we get it out there. Boom. Capri, what do you notice, especially in college, about sleep and and what your habits are there? You live in a oh, dorm. What does that look like? Um, so personally, sleep is something that is very important to me, but it is so difficult finding a balance because I am a morning person. Nearly every single day, I'm up around like seven. 730. Um, however, that require if I want to get a full night of sleep, that means I have to go to bed around like 10 is like when I get tired. But being in a college environment, 
10 sounds pretty lame. I'm not going to lie. And everyone around me is always like, oh, what are we going to do later? So it's really difficult finding a balance sometimes between what, like, between what I want to do for my social life versus what I need to do for, like, my social emotional well-being and my, like, mental health and also my physical health. So it's very difficult to kind of pick and choose sometimes. But I think for me, having a solid like sleep schedule slash routine for when I am ready to go to bed, I do the same thing every night. I don't sleep with my phone near my bed. Like it doesn't like, I also sleep in a lofted bed. So my phone is just not allowed in my bed. Like that's a rule that I practically always have had. And um, yeah, just no phone by my bed. Good job. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. So you advise that, especially in a dorm like that, when you're surrounded by all different personalities and sleep patterns and how she can kind of also set herself apart and help encourage her other colleagues to do the same. Look, everybody has different circadian sleep rhythms, right? I mean, the research shows that there's some people who need to go to bed earlier and some people who need to go to bed later. And you should not try to match your sleep rhythm with someone else's. If they're a, a, a night owl, God bless them. Just say, hey, that's how you roll. This is how I roll. Ciao. And that's the way you need to be. And the biggest advice I can give a young person, don't give in to peer pressure. Be you. Don't do things because other people think you ought to do them. Do them because you want to do them. I'll tell you something about me. I have never had a drink of alcohol in my life. Ever. Not once. And in college... High school, even beyond, people are like, oh, come on, you should drink, you should drink. And I'm like, no, you drink. I don't want to. Buzz off. <laughs> One guy tried to spike a drink for me once. When I found out, I threw it in his face, and I punched him in the mouth. And I said, you think this is funny? Trying to like take my choice away from me? You think this is funny? Yeah, don't make a big deal out of it. I made a huge deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not telling you you should go punch somebody, okay? But I, 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 <laughs> I'm, Disclaimer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am telling you, don't put up with people's crap. Right. Right. Don't put up with anybody's crap. You're here to live your life, not somebody else's. The sooner you realize that, the sooner you're going li- to be happy. You are not going to be happy if you're making somebody else's vision come true. And that's why I'm so against working in corporate America. Right. You should work for yourself. You should work for small organizations because those people don't care about you. How do you advise college students at this stage in, in you know, the first years of college or as they're getting towards graduation, how they really look at that and evaluate, especially when they're specializing in a certain major and putting everything into this degree? How do they make that transition? Look, here's the thing, right? A lot of folks got to understand that a lot of schools, they're trying to pigeonhole you to go become part of a machine. And uh, the number one thing I'm going to tell you is don't do that. Go create your own vision. Go create your own destiny. Go create your own future. It's easier than ever to do that. You don't need to rely on some big corporation or some big entity for you to be able to create a fulfilling life and a fulfilling career. And in fact, I'm telling you straight up that unless you are like dying to work for X company and you've been that since you were a little kid, there is no reason for you to consider that. You can create what you want for yourself. There's so many disruptive technologies out there right now. You can use a tool like, you know, chat GPT to create online courses and put them out there for people. You don't need to do it yourself. There's like, 
video AI programs that will allow you to take what you created in chat, upload it into that video AI platform and have that, that basically video course instructor do all the speaking for you. Wow. You go do that right now and you come, you know, talk to someone like me to show you how to put a course together, like with good messaging, you can put that up on the internet and sell it. Sell it for money that people will pay because it'll solve a real problem for people. Right. There's no need for you to be somebody else's lackey, somebody else's peon. Chart your own course, chart your own life, chart your own destiny. That's my advice. What do you have to say for people who maybe they're not entirely sure what their like true passion is or what exactly they want to spend their life doing? So maybe in Instead of like, or where they see themselves on a path now to maybe say corporate America because they simply don't know what it is they truly want to do. How do you go about finding that? You go find things by doing. Experiment is the only way. And if AI intrigues you, go work in AI for a while. If you want to be a a speaker or a podcast host, go do that for a while. If you want to be a saleswoman, go be a saleswoman for a while. You know, you can go out there and try it. And if you like it and God intends for that to be your path, it will become clear to you. Mm -hmm. God will speak to you and say, hey, Capri, this is it. I met my lady in... 2011 but i knew she was the one for me before i met her because one morning i was going through a divorce and i was absolutely devastated by it i was in the gym early in the morning and i was walking to the weight area and all of a sudden i heard god speak to me one of three times in my life that his voice was clear because he wanted to get my attention he said pay attention she's the one that's your soulmate look there. And I looked and I saw her. She was the only person there. She had headphones on and her head was down and she was doing the elliptical trainer. I didn't approach her or talk to her. I was frightened. You know, I was scared. I was nervous. I tried to find somebody who knew her to introduce me. I wouldn't do that today. I'd, I'd walk up to her today. But back then, you know, I was not feeling good about myself. But God told me that was her. And yep, we've been together for 12 years. We actually met eight, nine months later. And we've been together for 12 years. Wow. 12 years, guys. If you listen, the messages are coming to you all the time. Mm -hmm. Follow. You're being led. Follow what's being led, right? Yes. Listen. Amen. Listen. Amen. Listen. God is good. And wow. Die. Any last words you would give to our young adults today, Nikki? Don't just chase the money. Follow your heart. Money's important. I'm a capitalist. I'm a right-wing conservative capitalist. Proud of it. But it's not just about the money. Follow your heart. Thank you. Capri, you charged up now? <laughs> Ready to oh, wind yeah. down? <laughs> Nikki, thank you. Such incredible value and, and, and thoughts and you're bringing your experience, your heart, your passion, your knowledge, and everything to this show today. We are so thankful for that. We just really appreciate you being with us. God bless you both. Thank you for having Free, me. Free, take us home. 
All right, you heard it here first. Go follow your heart because there is a path for you. Um, thank you so much, Nikki, for joining us today. And we'll see you guys all next week on the Education Career and Beyond podcast.